are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Hope everybody had a wonderful weekend. It's game week. That's right. We have a Razorback football game this Saturday, and I don't think I could be any more excited about it. I know you probably can't either. Rice is on the schedule, and throughout this week on the podcast, we're going to have various guests. They're going to be joining us talking about that game and about the Razorbacks and about uh, pretty much everything going on uh, when it comes to Razorback football. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and hopefully uh, you all can continue to listen in and subscribe and uh, check out the podcast as it's going to get fun now. It's going to get really fun. It was fun before, but it's going to get really fun now. And to talk more about it, uh, we're going to have Tyler Wilson, former Razorback quarterback, on in the podcast later in this show to uh, really recap on some of the great things that he believes is happening with the Razorback football team and what he really likes from them and all of that. So it should be exciting. But, you know, on this Monday, the thing that I look forward to the most of game week and being able to hear from Sam Pittman and some of the stuff he said uh, was, of course, something we'll, we'll cover. But it is just so cool to see that we're finally arriving at the time where not only you're going to have football, but it's going to be in Razorback Stadium. You're going to have the band back, the cheerleaders back, running through the A is going to be back. Like, uh, I mean, all these things are going on that it's just going to feel normal again. Now, I'm not saying everything is 100% normal, but it's certainly going to feel normal once again. And some of the stuff that Sam Pittman had to say today was, uh, you know, enlightening, Nothing too major as far as uh, uh, any like major injury updates or anything like that. But uh, we are going to go through a few of the things that he had to say and uh, give our thoughts and opinions on it. And then we'll uh, be joined by Tyler Wilson. But, you know, Sam Pittman opened up the today's press conference uh, essentially saying, listen, uh, we look forward to this game. They uh, Rice is going to be a good team that's going to come in, try to play bully ball with us, which uh, essentially is saying that Rice is going to be the type of team that tries to uh, really slow the game down, you know, try to get to the finish line quickly, run the ball, control the clock, because uh, that's what they're going to do, at least against Arkansas. So uh, they're going to come in with a, with a chip on their shoulder for sure, especially since they've struggled so much this past year, the past few years. They're 7-23 and uh, under their uh, current head coach. And the fact is, is that uh, you know, that's not a great record for at any place. But Rice, you know, they're trying to get things going back. But they're supposed to be better this year, but I guess we'll wait and see. But still, he's excited to see uh, what the crowd's going to be like and to see excited to see everybody else uh, once the football season gets underway. Uh, also, he was mentioning the fact that injury-wise, they have nothing major, which is great. But he did say that they were still a little beat up uh, on offense and defense, a little a couple dings here and there. Some players will be full go. Some players will may have to be uh, limited as far as uh, some of the play that they're going to have. Guys like John Ridgeway, for instance, uh, he won't be available this week uh, in this game, but uh, they expect him to be okay. So, you know, nothing too major, but and all of you better knock on wood. But they do have plenty of uh, plenty of options and plenty of depth to be able to still do what they need to do and game plan the way that they're trying to game plan. So Sam Pittman really likes where they're at as far as that goes. Uh, just having availability, still thinks that they're a little too dinged up on a Monday, but uh, likes where they're going to be going for forward uh, for sure. He also talked about you know the quarterback position and with KJ Jefferson, and I think that he was very direct, and it's not something that's surprising because I know we've heard it before. 
But Sam Pittman was very direct when he was talking about, you know, the quarterback situation of what they have right now, saying, listen, Felipe Franks last year was a great quarterback, and K.J. Jefferson's a great quarterback too. But last year, Felipe Franks was able to provide something that they needed at that time, provide that leadership, provide that experience, provide that uh, ability to run the offense, just uh, to provide something that they desperately needed in year one under Sam Pittman. But now with K.J. Jefferson and even Malik Hornsby, who's behind him, they feel a lot more confident in what they're going to try to do as far as running the offense goes. These quarterbacks are going to be a lot more uh, inclined and a lot more capable to run the offense and Kendall Browse a lot more effectively. And that's not to say that uh, that Felipe Franks was not good. It's just to say that uh, this is a little bit of a better fit for him. So they obviously very feel very confident about that. And uh, he also said that the first thing that they're going to do with their team meeting today, which I thought was fascinating, the first thing that he said that they was going to do at this team meeting is go over all the week zero college football games and some of the mistakes that major college football programs made. Because they wants to emphasize that even though you're maybe prepared or even though you may think you're ready, there's still things that are going to happen. There's still going to be some letdowns. There's still going to be some times where you maybe feel like, uh, you know, you got it all together, but then you get hit in the mouth and it's about how you respond. So I thought that was pretty fascinating that that's the approach that he's taking when it comes to uh, trying to get to that next level and get make sure that the guys are ready for it as well. But uh, some other things as far as just, uh, you know, simple ground up notes. Uh, talked about that he doesn't recall being on a team with this many seniors and returning players, but man, did we need them to come back. So obviously all the players that did come back is going to be huge for them as far as building depth and everything like that. Uh, he says it's going to be also fun having recruits back on campus for official visits since they didn't get to have that last year. And he's also excited to run through the A for the very first time. People forget that, but Sam Pimmon didn't get a chance to run through the A last year because of the whole you know COVID thing. So uh, they're going to be able to have a chance to do that this year, which will be uh, pretty awesome to see once Sam Pittman actually gets out there as well. So, yeah, there's just a recap of it. We're going to have Tyler Wilson on here in just a second to uh, talk about what he thinks about the Razorback football deal. But I have a question for you. Do you know that 85% of people who play fantasy sports lose? I mean, is that really exciting or surprising? Uh, this game is rigged against you. I mean, you're playing against thousands of other lineups, not to mention experts. So who have more tools and have time more than them? Nobody. So you don't stand a chance. At least that's how you feel like it. But luckily, there's something called Stat Hero. It's the first ever daily fantasy sports book that puts the player in control and winning within reach. When I was able to try it out, which I'm not a big fantasy guy, and it's mainly because I don't know the stuff that all the experts know, that's the thing about Stat Hero is it has helped me out tremendously getting me ready for fantasy football. So if you go to stathero.com slash locked on right now, you can sign up for free. And right now you get three times back on your first play, three times back on your first play. They're giving a 300% match and that's unheard of. And it's simple. You just go to stathero.com slash locked on. Try it out, folks. You won't regret it, especially for all you fantasy football players out there. So this is coming up. Some of you may have already done your drafts, but you got to make it happen at stathero.com slash locked on. You are locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. We're going to be joined by a former Razorback quarterback, Tyler Wilson, here in just a second. First, I got to tell you about Built Bar and how they have nine delicious flavors to choose from. And there is nothing better when it comes to having a great tasting and healthy protein bar 
more than Built Bar. They have the flavors to choose from. Only They have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar. And the best thing about it is they're easy. They're convenient. You can use them for a snack whenever you're on the go. They taste great. They got It doesn't get any better than that. Everything about them is incredible. And if you go to BuiltBar.com right now and use promo code LOCK15, you'll get 15% off your first order. That's use promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. Right now, let's go to the phone lines. We are welcoming in the former Razorback quarterback, Tyler Wilson, uh, one of the best of all time and a guy that knows his football and really likes what he's seeing from Sam Pippen, at least in year one, heading into year two. Tyler, really appreciate you joining us this afternoon, man. How you doing? Yeah, neighbors, man. I'm good. It's good to hear from you and uh, always good to talk about football. I know it's uh, football every day in your world, but for, for some of us, it, it only rolls around one time a year and and I guess you're calling me because it's eight days, uh, eight days out. Is that right? Uh, yeah. I mean, I'd call you no matter what. But yeah, <laughs> but uh, seems pretty fitting though when it, when we are eight days away. And it's amazing that we're we're back here and we're able to to look forward to a football season because when we had you on last year, you know, COVID was going on. Nobody really knew what the season was going to look like. It was Sam Pittman's first year, and just now we know kind of what have an idea of what Sam Pittman was doing in this previous year heading into year two so mm-hmm. since we haven't talked to you since then just kind of give us a synopsis of what you thought how it went last season in year one of Sam Pittman well last year was I think it exceeded many people's expectations and and that's uh what I've heard the entire offseason and and the excitement and energy back in this program and uh, a feeling as though we're headed back in in the right direction. Uh, we haven't had that that energy in a while. Um, you know, the expectations weren't much to improve from, but uh, certainly, uh, a I think a win last year for our program and Sam Pittman uh, bringing that energy and consistency um, back to the program. Obviously, Barry Odom on the defensive side, uh, creating a lot of energy as well. Uh, we hadn't seen a defensive football team, uh, I think, play that well uh, at, at, uh, in quite some time here at Arkansas. So those were all major positives. And then now the question is, moving forward to this year, uh, where do we take it and, and what does it look like? Tyler, this time of the year, as a player, you made it through fall camp eight days away. What's that like for a player? Well, I mean, I'm I'm uh, well out of the football business at this point, and uh, but but it's funny because around this time of the year, you you uh, people always would say, well, you feel it in the air uh, at football uh, time, and it's it's certainly hot outside, but it, it it feels like there's there's a change in something in the air, which is which is a little bit uh, maybe a little less humid. Than it was uh, a week or two ago or three weeks ago, and you're going, yeah, this kind of kind of feels like I'm I'm supposed to be doing something important around this time of year. So uh, for for us and in our world, it's football, and and uh, you know people get more excited. I've, I've gotten three or four phone calls this week, and hey, what are you what are you doing that second week in September? What are you what are you are you coming up to the game? Are you going to be a part of the tailgate? And, and those are things we haven't been able to, to talk about or, or feel in the last, especially year and a half with, with COVID last year. And we, we missed those things. And, and, uh, I know we're still dealing with some variant of, of what we, we know of COVID and it's, uh, it's among us, but, 
but the excitement in football is, is so much different this year than it was 12 months ago. Now, Tyler, this year with the quarterback situation, K.J. Jefferson's entering into the 2021 season as a starter, and I don't think it's exactly identical, but there are some comparisons where, you know, last year he wasn't the starter, but because Felipe Franks being out, he was able to come into mm-hmm. a game against Missouri and perform wonderfully. Now he's the starter. Remember when you were at Arkansas, you were behind Mallet, but when he got hurt in that Auburn game, you came in and set the world on fire, and in the next year you overtook QB1. So, uh, well, what is that feeling like, though, when you go from you know a guy that's that's working in the roster and working up the depth chart, get a little experience, but then you take the reins and you're QB one heading into the fall camp? You know, uh, KJ, I thought did a fantastic job against Missouri. He came in and uh, you know I, I thought Felipe brought some value with moving around and and uh, creating some opportunity with his legs, but KJ uh, KJ does that even a little bit more. Um, and you see some some more excitement there, and his ability to extend plays. You know that's the new name of the game. It used to, uh, it was it was coming on board when I was there. But the new name of, of offensive football is is uh, uh, making coaches uh, that, that sometimes uh, are guessing and playing fast, and there's not always a, a solve. It's the the X factor being the quarterback to make things happen on his uh, with his legs and. And a young quarterback, it, it, it's an added value because he's not going to always make the right decision. He's not always going to make the right read. He's going to make mistakes in, in his early uh, in his early time. And being able to, to have uh, the flexibility to do that is, is tremendous. And I think you know I think he'll play well. I think I think they'll have him prepared well. You know, Dow Loggins uh, I think is a big addition. Uh, I was with Dow in Tennessee with my time at the Titans. Uh, Dow brought me to Tennessee. We all got fired, but <laughs> but uh, but uh, Dow's had tremendous experience in the NFL and and uh, uh, and developing quarterbacks and receivers. And I think he's a tremendous value to the offense. And, and uh, I, I can see us being a prepared football team week one, which I think is what what everybody's asking for. So Tyler, how do you see this team being able to improve and just kind of build upon what was established last year? Well, I think I think what 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 you want, um, and and everybody wants a win or two or three more than the year before, and that's how everybody wants to calculate uh, moving in the right direction, and, and that's something that you can look toward at the end of the year and go, yeah, we're we're, we're getting better as a program, and here's why we should uh, extend somebody's contract or pay him more money or fire, right? Uh, unfortunately, that, that's sad, but it, it, it's been the truth, has been the truth. But I think what we want to see is better football. We want to see us competing every single week. We don't want to get beat by 40 points by North Texas. Uh, that, that's an obvious uh, uh, position that, that uh, things aren't going in the right direction, and we, we, we've seen that before. Being unprepared for teams that we, we should be uh, uh, greatly uh, better than. And, and I, I don't get that feeling uh, with Sam Pittman and staff. We're always going to be prepared. Uh, and we're going to be putting our, our kids in positions that they can win. One of the things that I always will say, regardless of anybody's comments about Bobby Petrino, was we were a prepared football team, and he put us in really good positions uh, to, to, to be the best athletes we could be and, and win every, every week, week in and week out. 
And I feel that way with, with Sam Pittman and the staff that we've got today. Um, and, and, you know, that, that's what you can ask for. And we, we certainly didn't have that two years ago. Um, and I think this year we'll be, we'll be a competitive football team every single week. We'll continue our discussion with Tyler Wilson here in just a second. But, folks, it's that time of year again, and all eyes are turning to football as teams are back on the gridiron to start the football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season. Get all the updated odds, props, and contests, including online's biggest half-million-dollar NFL Mega Contest and the world's largest $200,000 NFL Survivor Contest open now at Bet Online. Be sure to take advantage of their opening day super promo where you make a bet on the Thursday, September 9th season opener where the Super Bowl champion Bucks take on the Dallas Cowboys. And if you lose, your wager will be refunded up to $25 for new customers only when signing up. Just make sure to use promo code NFL100. BetOnline.ag is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. If you head over to their website, be sure to use promo code Locked On as they will give you a great discount there as well where you're going to have an ability to not only not only be able to sign up for the opening day super promo, but also to be able to receive 15% off of your welcome bonus as well at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Speaking with former Razorback Tyler Wilson here on the show on 103.7 The Buzz. Uh, Tyler, I want to go back to your comment about Dow Loggins because, uh, you know, he coming into Arkansas was really impressive because obviously he's got the connections, but his resume of how long he was in the NFL and had a lot of experience there. But since you got a little time with him, what was he like as a coach? You mentioned preparation, but uh, what are some other aspects of him as a coach and uh, the type of thing that he can add to Arkansas as well? Well, he knows what Arkansas is about. You know, that's something you can't you can't fake in a program or you can't make in a program. We we had coaches in the past, even after Petrino. I'd sneak in the program late at night. Um, uh, this is when I was playing professionally. I'd sneak into the program and I'd see a Rocky Top Tennessee, Tennessee shirt on some guys we just hired. And, and uh, I, you know, I never thought that was a real good indication that, that – uh, you know, we were we were surrounding our program with people that bled Arkansas red, and uh, I, I don't ever question about that with Al Loggins. Uh, I don't question that with, uh, with with you know a Barry Lunny. I don't question that with a Tim Ford. You know, those are the kind of guys that you need in your program and have to have in your program. And qu- quite honestly, and and uh, I, I think we've gotten away from in the last let's just call it 10 years of our program, we've, we've lost some of those people that, that turned Arkansas and made Arkansas into to Arkansas. Uh, you know, when we, when we separated from Frank Rules, we lost a lot of that. And Dow Loggins adds that to the staff. He adds that to the people. There's a connection. And, you know, tremendous experience at the NFL level and trustworthiness, I think, from the kids because that's what that's what every kid wants to do is play in the NFL and you've got a guy on staff that knows what it takes to play in the NFL you know you can you can relate very quickly and very easily to these kids one area we've heard a lot about coming into this season Tyler is offensive line and they seem to get better last year but can you just speak to the importance of the offensive line not only for the quarterback but just that entire offense and how important it is for them to come together and be a good unit well, I mean, it, it takes a little bit of everything. 
uh, you, you have to have great coaches. You have to have uh, continuity, uh, which, you know, this is a second year, so you, you think better uh, position from them. The offensive line's a, a unique uh, situation and group, the cohesiveness and, and and communication factor they have to have. That was always the funnest part of, of my, my journey in, in football was was the offensive line room because uh, they, they they communicate different than any other any other group. Uh, they're they're the funniest group. They're they're uh, they know uh, details about their personal life that few other people do, and that, that those are relationships. I can still send a text late uh, on a Tuesday night and go, hey, hey man, what are you doing? And uh, uh, what, what's uh, uh, what, what's 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 been happening lately? I hadn't talked to you in a while. And, and uh, th- those are those are relationships you, you you always you always build and bring and 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 I think we're going to be much better uh, this year as an offense unit. The uh, you know the the wide receivers uh, are are I think going to have some some legitimate uh, playmakers. Uh, I think what we've uh, what what we've seen is is uh, uh, some some guys that that have had good games but not consistent. Uh, go-to play throughout the year, and uh, and hopefully we we have some continuity there and consistency that that we haven't had in three or four years. Well, Tyler, I will want, I want to ask you a little bit of an aspect of the defensive side of the ball, but not necessarily the defense in general, but a guy like Grant Morgan, which we know is a Greenwood product just like yourself, and. Uh, he started as a walk-on, and then he, he earned a starting spot. And then he led the SEC in tackles last year. And some people, depending on which out you look at, have him as a first-team All-SEC. Some people are borderline All-American. Just when you see stories like that, and especially when it's kids from Greenwood, it, it's got to be really cool because not only that, but he could have left last year, but he decided to come back and play one more year for the Razorbacks. Well, it's funny. Don't ask me analyst questions anymore. I used to be an analyst. <laughs> but uh, now I'm just ask me about people. I'll tell you about people. Um, uh, now I'm in the real estate business to, and do that day to day. And so just don't ask me about what's going on offensively up there. I have no clue. <laughs> so I, I can try to fake my way through answers. But you ask me about Drew Morgan, I'll tell you, uh, uh, Drew's a great player. You ask me about Grant Morgan, I'll tell you, uh, they come from a great family and, and, and he's, he's a great, he's a great football player. But more specifically, he cares about Arkansas. Back to, what I what I mentioned there with Al Loggins was was he knows Arkansas he bleeds Arkansas red I don't question that about the Morgan family I don't question that about uh, a, a kid named Grant Morgan that you just mentioned and and you know coming from really nothing coming from a from a guy that was uh, you know I think a lot of people had had value in saw some value in but he was an under the radar guy and come in and he, he adapted so well to what Barry Odom was wanting to do, took ownership of it, and you, you almost can't see a practice clip now with, without uh, you know, seeing him yelling, screaming, and that passion coming out of him. And what a blessing that a lot of these kids, uh, I don't know, there were some challenges everyone's endured uh, through the COVID, but some blessing is this additional year. And, you know, for a team that, that is young and building, what a, what a value get uh, fifth and sixth year kind of kind of mentalities from some of these players that that can uh, can can grow a program up quicker than, than maybe some of the other other teams. Tyler, if you can, um, from a fan aspect, they, fans like to look ahead on the schedule, but if you could put everybody's mind at ease as far as the players, the players, it's game one, 
you're going into the season excited about the first opponent and you look at it a game at a time. Now, fans, they're looking ahead to week two against Texas, but for this team, all they can think about right now is Rice in game one. Well, yeah, I've I've been a part of some game one challenges or even game two challenges where we're looking looking ahead to Alabama or looking ahead to to some, some big games and those those are trap games uh, in in certain ways. But but again, it, it goes back to the staff and it goes back to uh, uh, everyone being being on board. We I, I was a part of a, a trap game uh, my senior year uh, against Louisiana Monroe. I, I was knocked out at halftime. And, and they come back and, and beat us, uh, and it basically derailed that entire senior year beyond. Uh, uh, we had a lot of fun those first two years, but really one game can, can change the momentum, and uh, that, that's, that's what name of football is about is momentum. And so the first game is as important as any of them uh, because it sets the tone for the rest of the year. So this is, this is a huge game, and if you want that second week to be, uh, to be what, I think everybody thinks it can be. Uh, I hadn't seen the energy in Razorback Stadium since 2010 against Alabama. Uh, that, that's that's the loudest I've ever seen or felt that stadium. Uh, and if we, my my anticipation is it's probably like that uh, week two, but we have to take their week one. And so that's the motivation in itself. You guys want to enjoy that week two? Let's focus. And uh, this is, uh, I think, a great start and, and, and a good good first game. Well, Tyler, before we let you get out of here real quick, man, I know that obviously you're doing well, very well for yourself outside of the game of football and, and making a career for yourself. But uh, I just That's had a – That's debatable. That's <laughs> debatable. <laughs> well, yeah, you're doing all right. You're doing all right. But, yeah, it, it's, uh, but yeah. I was, we were laughing because it's like we like to talk with former players and now that this new NIL, this name, image, and likeness thing has been available to college athletes and stuff – I feel like, are you one of those guys that looks back and is like, man, I wish that would have been around when I was there. I could have made some money in college. What do you think of the uh, NIL? Well, I mean, good, good, good for the kids and, and good for, uh, you know, good for college football to finally get on board. We, uh, if you go back to, uh, Joe, if you go back uh, a few years, you'll, you, you probably can find in the archives uh, John Neighbors and Tyler Wilson on, the, on, a, on another radio show on the western side of the state. <laughs> And I was arguing on behalf of the players, and I said, guys, it's coming. It's coming, it's coming, and here it is. Uh, I knew it was inevitable. I knew the players would eventually be compensated. Uh, you can have arguments on both sides, whether it's good for the sport or bad for the sport. But ultimately, it's good, it's good for the players because, uh, you know, I think, I think it's well-deserving. The lifespan of a, uh, a professional athlete is, is very small. The opportunity and the time and hours spent to uh, get to get to be one of those players is very small, and there's no question that they represent a big brand. And in in my mind, uh, the difference between playing in college football and playing in the NFL in terms of the people that cared didn't change. There was no difference. Uh, I felt like in a lot of ways, people cared more about college football than they did about uh, time in the NFL, and so. From a care factor perspective, if you want to put a, a dollar on that or a value on that, it's, it's significant. And so good for these players making money. And I'm sure there were a couple dollars that uh, 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 were left on the table, but uh, I'm, I'm glad for the people that, that can enjoy that and, and be recognized for their value. Today. Well, 
Tyler, we know that John is all about the players and all about the team, but sounds uh-huh. like maybe he wasn't in favor of them getting paid at the time. <laughs> well, it, it, yeah, it's uh, we'll have to pull those old archives up, John, and, and, and figure out what some of the myths are about. Um, it's uh, it's funny how it how it's all turned out, and and uh, you know now it's who's representing these players, uh, you know, and and uh, who's who's paying these players to be a part of the company. Uh, you know, that's something I'm a part of a few companies now, and everybody's going. You know, is this is this worth us getting in on? Is this worth us finding the right uh, fit for our brand? And, and it's not only just good for for you know the football program or the basketball program or maybe even some of the baseball players. This transcends college sports to all levels. Uh, and you know, if you if you watch barstool sports and though Dave Portnoy, uh, I mean, there's as many female athletes that are being compensated and and a part of this and being represented. Uh, and 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 great for them to, to be able to transcend uh, the name, image, likeness, and, and they get both demographics, you know, uh, male and female. So this is a tremendous opportunity for all athletes, and, and excited they that uh, you know this has finally come to fruition. Well, Tyler, as always, man, we love it when you come on. We know you're a busy guy, but it's always good to talk with you, talk some football, and talk about everything going on in college athletics. Appreciate it, my man, and we'll be catching up with you later down the road. Well, I've got to get back to a broker class. I've been on the, on the CE broker classes, so thanks for getting me out of class for a few <laughs> Glad we could help, Tyler. Anytime. Enjoyed it. Awesome. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to Locked On Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNavers for any questions, comments, concerns that you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast.